Hello listeners, Mike Murphy here, and welcome to another ABB Solutions Podcast. Today we continue our series, Have You ID'd Your Motor? This series helps to identify the right motor for an inverter duty application. I welcome back Todd Houston, Global Segment Manager for Process Industries. Todd, welcome. Thanks, Mike. Good to be here. Yeah, it's great having you back on. So I asked Todd to come on to go into more detail on constant torque applications. So let's get to it. So Todd, can you talk about what are constant torque applications and can you give us some examples? Sure. When we talk about motor torque profiles, we typically at a high level categorize motor applications in three main categories. And you really want to do that whether you're talking about it uh, operating the motor on an inverter or operating it across the line because you want to know torque profile so that you can properly size the motor and make sure that it's able to drive the load. And so when we're talking about uh, the three main categories are variable torque, constant torque, and constant horsepower. The majority of, of applications are variable torque. So if you think about centrifugal pumps and fans, those are variable torque. Those are classic variable torque applications where the torque increases as an exponentially as the speed increases. Whereas constant torque applications, as the name implies, the torque required to drive the load is relatively constant throughout the speed range. And then constant horsepower, as the name implies, requires constant horsepower across the speed range. In other words, as the motor speed increases, the torque that it delivers decreases. That's a constant horsepower application. Now, since we're focused on constant torque, classic applications are things like mixers, bulk material conveyors, rotary pumps, rotary compressors, screw conveyors, things of that nature. Those are all applications that require relatively constant torque across the speed range. Okay, great. Okay, so if the torque is constant in this application. Can you go over the benefits of running a motor on an inverter or variable frequency drive? Yeah, sure. There's a variety of benefits of being able to vary the speed of motors for all applications. And as we, you've already learned, the biggest benefit for a variable torque application is energy savings. Whereas for constant torque, you can certainly gain efficiencies, but it's more on a linear basis as you uh, vary the speed so you don't get quite the benefit that you do of variable torque. But what you do get, you know, if you're on a rotary pump or compressor or perhaps a mixer, varying the speed may provide better control of your process. And if it's a bulk material conveyor, you can control the amount of material that's being moved. But even better, you can deliver higher starting torque than a typical motor on an across the line application. And also, you can protect the equipment with controlled starts and stops. You, you can drive the load, increase the speed slowly so that you're not damaging your equipment. And opposite, you can slow the uh, application down in a controlled manner. And the, the high starting torque comes from the way in which the inverter controls the motor and the peak torque of the motor determines the maximum torque available. We could certainly spend three podcasts talking about that. 
Okay. Well, good to know to bring you back on. And that makes sense too, because uh, not every time will a conveyor be unloaded. So I can see, you know, a lot of the bulk material applications already having a fully loaded conveyor. So those are the benefits of having an inverter or BFD. So is there a downside to using a drive in these applications? Sure. There's always a downside to most things that, that you do. When you operate a drive, a motor on a drive or inverter, there is additional heating that that comes along with it. The, the, the power that's delivered to the motor is non-sinusoidal. It's a simulated sine wave. And as a result, there is additional heating in the motor. So you need to make sure that the motor is uh, properly sized so that it can compensate for that. Circulating shaft currents can be a problem in some applications if, if you don't specify the right motor, the right cable, the right power cable, if you don't do proper grounding, if you don't adhere to the drive manufacturer's recommendations with regard to all of those things and maximum cable length, and uh, perhaps something like a uh, shaft ground or insulated bearing may help mitigate those, well, will help mitigate those issues. Okay. And back to the cooling, the idea there is you slow down the motor, you slow down the cooling fan. Thus, you limit its its cooling capabilities, correct? Absolutely. In addition to the inherent heating caused by the drive, definitely as you slow a motor down that is self-cooled, it loses its ability to cool itself, particularly in a constant torque application. Okay. All right. So how do you know if a motor is suitable for inverter duty? Well, certainly talk to your motor manufacturer. And in our case, you want to make sure that the insulation system is suitable for the voltage spikes that we know will occur on inverter power. So if you if you select a Baldor Reliance inverter duty motor, you, you can rest assured that, that the insulation system is designed, engineered, and manufactured to withstand the voltage spikes that we know that we're going to see. There's a section of our overriding specification that, that motor manufacturers in this country need to adhere to. It's called NEMA MG1. And there's a section 31 that talks about this phenomenon. And they give us guidelines on the amount of protection that the motor needs to have inherently to survive these. And, and we certainly adhere to that. So rely on your motor manufacturer to let you know that the motor is suitable for inverter duty and that its insulation system is robust and will withstand not only the additional temperature that you're going to inherently have, but also the voltage spikes that we know will be coming from that inverter power. Okay, great. So Todd, how do I begin to select the right motor for my application? I I look at the Battle Reliance 501 catalog for an example. That's a pretty big catalog. Where Where does one begin? Well, that's a good question, Mike. So we've talked a lot about inverter duty and, and really what does it take to have a motor be suitable for inverter duty. So I think what you need to consider when selecting a motor is number one, you need to know the torque profile of the load that you're driving. As we talked about, is it variable torque, constant torque, or constant horsepower? What is the speed range that my motor needs to operate in order to uh, fulfill my needs in this particular application. So those are 
that's the main criteria to, to kind of get your selection of a particular inverter duty type motor. But then in addition to that, you need to consider where will the motor be operating? So we consider two main categories. Is it in a safe area, meaning there is, or is it in a hazardous location? So a hazardous location is a location where there is ignitable gases or dusts and and to what degree those exist. So if you're in a safe area, that condition does not exist. If you're in a hazardous location, there's a division one and a division two. Division one requires an explosion proof motor. That's a motor that can contain an explosion within the frame of the motor such that if the ignitable gas or dust does ignite inside the motor, it will be contained. Then there's a division two where you're not expected to be exposed to that hazardous material on a continuous basis during normal operation. So make sure the motor is categorized for the environment that it will be operating in. And then you need to consider where the motor will be operating from an ambient perspective. Is the application indoors or outdoors? What level of contamination will the motor be subject to? Is it a wet environment? Will the application be uh, washed down? And if so, with what? So once you answer those types of questions, you can uh, determine what is the proper enclosure for the motor. And a lot of times when we talk about enclosures, we talk about open drip proof, TEFC, force vent, et cetera, et cetera. Well, all those fall into these categories that are determined by their IP level or ingress protection. And that ingress protection is a two-digit two-digit nomenclature. The first tells you how well the motor can protect itself and you from solid objects. And then the second is from liquids. So like a machine that will prevent your finger from getting inside it, for example, would start with the number two and it would go, it would go all the way up to six, which would be dust tight. And then from a water perspective, zero gives you no protection whatsoever from water, whereas a nine as a second digit will provide waterproof enclosure. And so when we talk about IP protection, the most common is either anywhere from IP44 to IP56. And those are uh, totally enclosed fan-cooled machines that, that have a variety of level of ingress protection from either dust and or water. If you're talking about just an open drip proof machine, you'd be talking about IP22 or 23. And then for waterproof, you'd be talking about IP69. So once you answer the, what's the load profile, what's the speed range, what's the location, and what's the environment, you can, you're well down the road on selecting the proper motor. All right. Fantastic. All right. Great. Todd, last question. What are the main takeaways uh, from this, this podcast you'd like people to walk away with? Well, Mike, I, I would say that I want to reiterate that when you're applying a motor on an inverter, make sure you understand the torque profile and your required speed range. Make sure the motor is suitable for inverter duty and specifically for the load. And then specify the proper enclosure and certification. Remember, if it's in a hazardous location, 
it needs to be certified for that location on inverter power. So if you follow those basic guidelines, I think that'll steer you into selecting the proper motor for your application. All right. Fantastic. I think that's a great place to stop. Uh, Todd, hey, thank you so much for talking with me on Constant Torque Applications. Uh, remember, listeners, if you would like more information on ID motors, inverter rated duty motors, contact your local ABB sales representative or visit us at www.bowdoor.com and look for that ID motor page. I also hope you keep tuning in to the ABB Solutions podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. Thanks, Mike. Yep. Thank you, Todd. Till next time, everybody. Thanks and have a great rest of your day.